Hey, you guys, Scott Horton here to remind you that it's fun drive time at the Institute right now. We only do this twice a year, but it's got to be done. And I'm proud to do it, too. We've got an incredible crew of the best writers, authors, and podcasters in the libertarian movement. From Jim Bovard, Lori Calhoun, Tom Woods, and Ted Carpenter, to Keith Knight, Kyle Anzalone, Hunter Dorensis, Connor Freeman, and all the rest of the guys. It's the best team around. We've published three books this year. Keith Knight's Voluntarist Handbook, Lori Calhoun's Questioning the COVID Company Line, and Joseph Solis Mullins, The Fake China Threat. And here any day now, we will be publishing Thomas E. Wood's Diary of a Psychosis, Jim Bovard's Last Rites, and Keith Knight's latest, Domestic Imperialism. That makes 13 books so far, with more coming in the new year, including my new one, Provoked, How Washington Started the New Cold War with Russia and the Catastrophe in Ukraine, which, I know, is already overlong and overdue, but I'm working on it, I promise. And which brings me to the point. We don't have a big glass office building in downtown Washington. The money we raise goes straight to payroll and book production costs, and that's about it. The Libertarian Institute is the best bang for your buck in the movement. If you believe in what we're doing, please go to libertarianinstitute.org slash donate for details on how you can help keep us going into the new year and the great kickbacks we offer as well. And we thank you for your support. All right, y'all, welcome to the Scott Horton Show. I'm the director of the Libertarian Institute, editorial director of Antiwar.com, author of the book Fool's Aaron, Time to End the War in Afghanistan, and the brand new Enough Already, Time to End the War on Terrorism. And I've recorded more than 5,500 interviews since 2003, almost all on foreign policy and all available for you at scotthorton.org. You can sign up for the podcast feed there, and the full interview archive is also available at youtube.com. Slash Scott Horton Show. All right, you guys. Next up on the show today is Ibra Teher from Anti-War Oregon. How you doing? Pretty good. How are you? I'm doing real good. Appreciate you joining us on the show today. So um, I'm interested. What is this group of yours and what you've been up to? So when we think about the anti-war movement in general, we, we look at people who would like to spread the truth about wars to educate the people, and we see people who would like to protest. And uh, we were thinking here in Oregon, I mean, we've seen, we've been seeing these things for a long time, and uh, I don't think it's working. <laughs> so we thought we're going to take it differently this time. We're going to be involved politically. And let me explain how. Um, when we look at the elections and uh, the ads and the, the financial support to candidates, we see a lot of groups supporting candidates and politicians who are pro-war, like weapons manufacturer, the military-industrial complex. You can see all of these traces of money. And I was thinking, why don't we have the same kind of influence? Um, this is why we formed uh, what we have here in Oregon, a political action committee, a PAC, that can run ads, that can support candidates, that can attack candidates and rally up people. So this is one of the things that we are doing here uh, in Oregon. This is the this coalition that we have, uh, Anti-War Oregon, uh, has people from different parties uh, on the board. Um, I'm on the board. I'm with the uh, Republicans. 
we have a libertarian guy. His name is Will Hobson. And we have uh, another guy from the Green Party. His name is Dan Polio. And we have members from different really ideologies, even some communists, self-proclaimed communists. Uh, so we have a, a wide uh, range of people. And all of us agreed that we need to take actions differently. So this is one of the things that we're doing. Right now, in the next election, we identified uh, all of our Congress uh, members here from Oregon, all of them bad on wars. <laughs> so um, we have eight of them, two senators and six Congress people. Uh, but when we looked at uh, practically what we can do, uh, we have identified two Congress members. Um, both of them are freshmen. Both of them won by a few thousand votes. And we are planning to target them for the next election cycle. So this is a huge thing. I don't remember seeing ads, uh, like anti-war ads. I see like a pro-life ads, uh, pro-abortion life, uh, pro-abortion ads, uh, um, other type of ads. But we at the anti-war movement, we did not really mobilize this huge thing, which is running ads on social media platforms, for example, or maybe billboards. Well, maybe I'm going to take this back. I've seen like billboards just online, not in my state, uh, definitely, saying we need to end wars or something like that. But uh, the, the, they are just very rare. Uh, what we want to do is to put the anti-war messaging, the peace messaging, just forward uh, to the people to let them know that there's a movement going on here, uh, and they need to at, at least make uh, take into account our uh, presence here. So, so this is one of them. The second one, which is the uh, famous piece of legislation, defend the guard. Uh, I know it uh, has advanced in several states. I've watched your testimony in Texas, I, if I'm not mistaken. Am I correct? Uh, yeah, I did Texas and a few others. Yeah. So um, so a few others here. Um, Oregon is a unique example, a, a unique state. Um, it's it's uh, largely peaceful, but it is a blue state. But the kind of a blue, the hippie blue, so usually they were like anti-war to a, some sort of degree until they lost it in Syria and Libya <laughs> and now Ukraine. Um, but there's sort of uh, kind of peaceful tendencies here. And uh, I think we can grow that into real anti-war movement uh, with Defend the Guard and with the ads. Uh, so far, we don't have any sponsors uh, for the Defend the Guard. I mean, we just started, uh, like, to be formal. We registered with the state just recently, uh, in the past two months. Uh, but we need that kind of, now, publicity uh, with the people to know that we exist. There is a coalition uh, that doesn't look at the differences that we have, but only at the peace issue. Uh, and we are working on it. Um, this kind of thing, I mean, it's new. I, I don't see a lot of organizations that try to do something similar, uh, like what we are trying to do right now. So I'm hopeful that many people would get excited and join us in the next few months 
with the next session here in Oregon coming up in February. All right. Do you have a specific member of Congress or senator that you're targeting in the upcoming election to make an example out of first here? Yeah. So one of the congresswomen, I'm a Republican, but one of the congresswomen that I'm targeting is uh, Lori Chavez de Reamer. She's a freshman. And um, me and her, we know each other. We talked several times. After Matt Gates said last spring, he uh, after he introduced the World Powers Act uh, regarding Syria, um, I called her before the vote, and uh, she voted against it uh, for sure. But when I went, I went to an event she was present at, and I told her, "Why did you vote that way?" And she said, "Yeah, it is the AOMF, and now we can use it." She doesn't know what is the AUMF. She probably, most likely, she doesn't know anything about anything. Um, and she doesn't know that it's really strictly about Iraq. <laughs> so she she doesn't know that. Uh, but she used it as an argument to justify her vote. Uh, I told her, if, if, you're not, if you're not gonna really adhere to the principles uh, of liberty, peace and the constitution probably you're going to see a backlash and um this is what uh, <laughs> she's going to see and the other one is um uh is a democrat also a freshman um here from Oregon uh, in an, a new district actually just like a new district uh her name is Andrea Salinas and she's also bad on these issues all of them um, so we are going to target these people. Um, they know that uh, they have weak positions. Um, they know that each party is trying to um, try to remove them from office to unseat them. Um, but that sometimes that would make an issue to us. I was at a meeting uh, two weeks ago with uh, some lefties, and when I told when I told them about uh, what we're doing. Um, one of them said he was really lefty. <laughs> he said, yeah, we're going to support you with the taking down the Republican one, but not the Democrat one. Uh, I don't appreciate these people at all. Would uh, They think about lives and human lives, uh, the Constitution, if they care about the law. Um, the partisan side of them would take over. It's not, it's not like a pure respect for human life. Um, so I, we we are facing su such people, but overall, I mean, we're hopeful that we can um, make people think about it, especially with the use uh, of ads. Uh, that um, we are definitely going to mobilize. Um, so we're going to after these two people, Lori Chavez de Rimer, uh from Congressional District Five, uh, a Republican. And the other one is Andrea Salinas, a Democrat from Congressional District 6. Uh, hopefully we can do something. Great. Yeah. I mean, if you have a couple of scalps, then you can come back in two years and be like, see how good I am at this? I could be your friend or your enemy. Up to you guys. And and hopefully throw some weight around there. Yeah. So the, the issue is, well, if, if, if the difference is only a few thousand votes, uh, door knocking, just door knocking, uh, running a few ads uh, might change the equation. And this is what they're afraid of. Uh, each party is afraid that the other party would do the same thing. 
So if, if, if they see another organization getting involved in it and it's not partisan and we're talking about respecting the Constitution, which a lot of Republicans respect, I mean, at least they say, they say that, that they respect, and also the respect for human life, uh, if we do that with, these mes- with this messaging, maybe, it just maybe it's an attempt, there's no guarantees, we're, we're, we're just hoping that we can impact, but this is a new thing that people now are trying to unseat people because of their anti-war, uh, because of their pro-war positions. Yeah. All right. So now national politics is one thing, but then you mentioned defend the guard and state level politics too. Do you have uh, any favorite politicians that you're working with on defend the guard there in Oregon yet? And are you working with the national organization defend the guard and bring our troops home? So we don't have an official sponsor, but we have two um, two people, conservatives, having that they are conservatives, um, that w- we are hoping that they are going to sponsor our bill. One of the uh, one of them in, in the Senate, one of them in the House, one of them actually is a veteran, uh, and they understand how um, the current administration is violating the Constitution. But they need to know it's like all the presidents, not just Biden. Uh, we're hopeful that these two people would sponsor the bill. Um, and it is, uh, again, it is fairly easy to um, uh, to convince some of the, um, the Democrats with the hippie culture here um, to sponsor the bill. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. We, it, we are just in the first steps of, uh, of um, trying to get people involved in it and adopting this uh, legislation. The next session would be uh, next year in February here in Oregon. So we don't have any um, anything at work and business now uh, as term as lawmaking, um, but that would be in February. So we have some time to find more span- sponsors. Uh, we're hopeful, it's our first attempt. I know it's gonna take a few attempts until we see results. Uh, but at least we're trying to do it. Hey, y'all, I got a new coffee sponsor, Mundo's Artisan Coffee at mundosartisancoffee.com. When I wake up in the morning, I feel like my brain is all dried out. I need to pour a hot mug of rich, tasty coffee all over it to get it back working again, like 10W30 for the noggin. Though not necessary, it helps if the coffee tastes good. Well, Mundo's Artisan Coffee does taste good. They get the best beans from all around the world, and they don't burn them. Support the show and support your brain at MoondozeArtisanCoffee.com. Just click the link at the right margin at ScottHorton.org. Hey guys, I had some wasps in my house, so I shot them to death with my trusty Bug Assault 3.0 model with the improved salt reservoir and bar safety. I don't have a deal with them, but the show does earn a kickback every time you get a Bug Assault or anything else you buy from Amazon.com. By way of the link in the right-hand margin on the front page at scotthorton.org. So keep that in mind. And don't worry about the mess. Your wife will clean it up. Well, folks, sad to say, they lied us into war. All of them. World War I, World War II, Korea, Vietnam, Iraq War I, Serbia, Afghanistan, Iraq War II, Libya, Syria, Yemen. All of them. But now you can get the ebook, All the War Lies, by me for free. Just sign up for the email list at the bottom of the page at scotthorton.org 
or go to scotthorton.org slash subscribe. Get all the war lies by me for free. And then you'll never have to believe them again. Yeah, and now are you working with um, Dan and Diego and the guys from DefendTheGuard.us? Yes, yeah, so I, I got uh, to meet uh, Diego, I mean, online, granted. Um, and he actually walked us through many things and offered his help. Um, I just uh, contacted him last week, telling him, hey, that uh, we're moving forward with it. Uh, and uh, he, he told us that he's willing to come down here to Oregon to um, organize things and um, uh, see this success, uh, the success of this legislation, at least this attempt to pass it. So there's that kind of uh, networking here. Uh, we hope to, to see more people getting involved. We definitely gonna need more people, more volunteers. Um, but yeah. Well, listen, Ibra, is- I mean, I can tell you, I know, I don't know what the numbers are, but I know there are a lot of anti-war veterans that listen to this show and a 50th of them must live in Oregon. So, you know, calling all you guys who've been to Iraq and Afghanistan and back or to North Africa and back and want to do something about this, I just can't think of anything in America more important in terms of politics than the Defend the Guard movement because it's not just that it's anti-war, but it's led by Republicans and it's using that constitutional and federal process, the Virginia and Kentucky resolutions of Madison and Jefferson there to nullify and interpose, to use the old law to protect the National Guardsmen that they don't have their lives wasted on these ridiculous, horrible, no-win wars as has happened over this last generation. And so it's, um, you know, as the Discordians would say, right, Bob Dobbs and all those guys would talk about culture jamming, right? This is part of that, only kind of from the other way. Right-wingers with arms crossed, a lot of times veterans, I don't even mean right-wingers, but just conservatives and libertarians, arms crossed, sick and tired of this, sick and tired of lies, and not willing to go along with any more of these wars unless their own congressmen are willing to put their name on the bottom line and stand by a real declaration of war as required by the U.S. Constitution. I mean, what a great law Plus, parentheses, by the way, also PR stunt on behalf of non-interventionism and conservatism and libertarianism in America. It's just beautiful. And, you know, when I hear what you say, I mean, I could have finished that sentence for you. And then Diego said he'd come out here and do everything he can to help us get this thing together. And this is the hardest working guy in policy and politics in America is Diego Rivera from Defend the Guard. And, you know, it's like the the one reason I wish I had ever joined the Army is so I could be part of this thing now. But I'm the greatest cheerleader for it because I think it's just the most important thing in the world. So calling all anti-war vets, especially in Oregon, but for that matter, calling all anti-war folks in Oregon, here's a group for you to join Um, For you to take part in something really important and possibly, you know, very successful and very important. So uh, can you tell us, Eber, about your website, how people can get in contact with you and, uh, again, your short-term projects, the congressman you're targeting and so forth? Yeah, so uh, we have antiwaroregon.com. 
just uh, one word. Um, this is our website. Uh, we have Anti-War Oregon on Twitter. We have it on Instagram and we have it on Facebook. Just search Anti-War Oregon. We're going to pop up there. Um, these are social media for out outreach. Uh, if people want to join us, we have a membership sign up so they can sign up and become members here. If they want to um, support us financially, they can click donate and it'll, uh, it will take them to that page. Uh, other than that, uh, our emails, all of our emails, the board members uh, on our website. Uh, my, my email is ibra, I-B-R-A, at antiwaroregon.com. Uh, what we are going to focus on this election cycle, 2024, is to unseat two, two, two um, congresswomen, freshmen. One is Republican, one is Democrat. That tells you that we're not partisan and we can't really care about uh, peace issues, anti-war issues. Um, if you are interested in it, if you are interested at least to see one of them <laughs> removed from office, we're going to take your support. That's fine uh, if you are going to help us with that. Uh, and we really appreciate all of the support. Maybe just spread the word. This is a really important thing. If you cannot volunteer, if you cannot donate to us, maybe just tell people about us. I'll go to social media, our social media and just retweet, repost, whatever they call it. Uh, this is very effective. One thing I would like to add about Defend the Guard, Scott, and many people, when, when they look at the legislation, they really underestimate how much it can change um, the foreign policy that we have, the empire. Uh, people think about Oregon, for example, just like a small state, a small national guard. But they don't know that many of our National Guard are actually in Somalia right now um, fighting the Al-Shabaab. Or maybe they were in Nigeria with the Boko Haram or um, in Syria and uh, Iraq. So they are getting really uh, attacked from time to time. And now with the Israel thing, um, it, everything is, has intensified. And I don't know what's going to happen with the Yemen. This is a new... Uh, a new front for this conflict so um, and then we, we they they used them in afghanistan and iraq before the national guard without any declaration of war uh, it, it has the potential actually to end the empire wars not the defensive wars that we don't have any of them but the empire building wars it has that kind of potential so this is really great and you can know how much effective this uh, legislation is by looking at the opposition. All of these generals from the military coming down, testifying, all of the money would flow to uh, lawmakers to oppose it. You'll see that, and you can just look at the states that has uh, witnessed such behavior from the state. So it is effective. It has the potential to end the wars. Uh, the empire building wars. Um, so people need to pay attention to it and support it as much as, as they can. Yeah. Well, listen, I think this is great. And if I had a bunch of money, I would have done something like this or if I knew how to raise a bunch. So, um, you know, I sit behind my microphone and interview mostly journalists, but some activists. And it's just great to see what you're doing with this. And I really hope that you have the best of success in fundraising and wielding that money 
effectively against bad candidates. And I think this ought to be a great model, too, for going forward about this coalition building. We can never really agree with each other's agendas about what we want government to do. But so screw that. Let's just all agree what we want them to stop doing. All the worst things that they're doing. Let's all come together in opposition to all that first. And we'll figure out this other stuff second and third. And I think that um, since we have the worst government in the world doing more horrible things than you can shake a stick at now, that we can all really agree on that and work together on, uh, you know, saving the money that we would save if we would knock off first and foremost the overseas empire building, as you say there, and work on shoring up our own country here at home. That's the kind of sentiment that people across the political spectrum can agree with, especially now. So um, I think that's great. I wish you the best of luck, and I hope people will check out what you're doing and contribute and participate. That's antiwaroregon.com. And uh, as the man said, his email address is ebra at antiwaroregon.com. And that's I-B-R-A at antiwaroregon.com. Thanks so much, man. Good luck to you, Ebra. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Scott. The Scott Horton Show and Anti-War Radio can be heard on KPFK 90.7 FM in LA. APSradio.com, antiwar.com, scotthorton.org, and libertarianinstitute.org.